brought to you by our friends of the British Council. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 here in New York City. That's right, we're talking rugby in New York City and we've got a superstar on the horn with us today, Mr. Madison Hughes. Madison, welcome to Rugby Wrap-Up. Thanks, Matt. It's great to join you. Sir, uh, for the folks at home that might be in a cave or in a coma that don't know who you are, you were up until just your recent injury uh, captaining a very exciting and stellar uh, USA Men's 7 squad, but you've also dabbled in 15s. You're injured right now. So what's the health update? Yeah, so I'm recovering from a knee injury. It's been a couple months now, a couple frustrating months, but I'm starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. I'm running on a special treadmill that reduces the amount of body weight that you're impacting the ground with and i think i'm a few weeks now a couple weeks off running back on the field and hoping for a comeback not too long after that all right so uh timetable yet or is it too early for the timetable um i'm hoping to make it back in time for paris and london that's that's really my 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 goal right now it's the immediate goal obviously the world cup in the summer is is the really big one and that's the one i want to make sure i can I can be fit for and, and try and prepare to fight for that squad. So I'm hoping for Paris and London, but the World Cup's the big one this summer. I like the fact that you use the the word fight for the squad. Uh, you know, that kind of that kind of is what ch- has changed the culture there under Mike Friday and Brownie and uh, Greening. You guys are not assured of a position. No, absolutely not. I mean, I think it's not about what you've done in the past or, or what you what you have. Yes, yeah, so what you've done in the past or your reputation or anything like that. It's about what you can add to the squad now. I mean, when I look at that that group of guys right now, the, those twelve, the thirteen or fourteen who've been involved the last few tournaments. I mean, they're playing so so well as a group. And yeah, I mean, I know that when I get back, I'm going to have to prove myself, show that I can add some value to the team. And if I do that, and I I show that I can do that, then hopefully I can find my way back into the squad. But yeah, definitely no guarantees. Well, you know, you're 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 being a little bit humble because uh, you are a valuable asset as you were like the second in total point scoring. What was it, the last uh, last go around? Yeah, I had a few years in a row of points, but I mean, I'm the conversion for this kicker, the kicker for this team. We score a lot of tries, a lot of breakaway tries, so I get a lot of opportunities to kick kick some some easy conversions, and those might pad the stats a little bit. Well, as, as somebody that couldn't hit a drop kick if his life def- depended on it, those are what you're kicking for conversion. So none of those are gimmies. Yeah, I mean, I practice it a lot, so I, I like to hope a couple of them are gimmies. But, um, yeah, you never know. You can't take any kick for granted because even on the World Series, you've got some of the best tennis players in the world, um, and you've got guys missing kicks in front of the post sometimes. All right, so let's delve into your background a little bit. Uh, you have a slight English accent, uh, and I say slight because you've been here a while, uh, but you're you're not all, you know it's not like this you know oh, apples and pears up chickens upstairs, you're not like that. Your uh, you, your mom is from Boston, is that correct? Yes, yeah, so my mom's from Massachusetts. My parents live in Boston now, but I grew up in England. And yeah, I mean it's it's funny you talk about the accent. I think it's a little bit all over the place. I have certain words. I mean, even when I was growing up in England, I think I had certain words my friends would would tease me about. But uh, yeah, I mean, my accent hops all over the place. I can't really control it. My English friends say, no, you've got an American accent now. American people are like, no, it's still English. So 
I, it's a bit all over the place. Well, to be honest with you, I, I, I do voiceovers to help pay for this fancy pants studio, and I have to do different dialects and such. And there are times when I hear you where you sound like an American, completely American. And then there are other times where, I, like, oh, he's, you know, he's, got a bit of, he's a bit of a funny talker. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just certain words. I mean, I think growing up with my mom being American, they're probably, I grew up saying certain words certain ways. And I've been in the U.S. for, for about seven years now. And so I think over time, my accents gradually transition. I, I like to say it's currently somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic, but who knows? All right. So your rugby background, you came over here. You, you went to Wellington College, I believe, in England? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, a big, big powerhouse rugby school in England, one of the old boarding schools. And it was a place to learn my rugby. Now, James Haskell went there, didn't he? James Haskell went there. The Evans brothers who played for Scotland went there, and there are a few up-and-coming young players who went there as well. So uh, what does the number 499 mean to you? 499. Oh, you guys, you you know, you highfalutin athletes, star athletes, the fact that you don't know this, come on! Oh, uh, that was my cap number. You're eagle. That's right. You are eagle. That's, number. My, that's my eagle number. Yeah. Would you have? Yeah. Would I you? think Marty Safer got 500. I was, I, was one, I was one off based on alphabetical order coming off, coming off the bench or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it was a really special moment to get my cap. I think that's something I'd always dreamed of. Um, yeah, 499. There I am. Would you pay a little bit of money to be 500 just, just to say 500? I mean, it has a certain ring to it, but I mean, I made it in the first, I was in the first 500. I mean, if you're 500 itself, I mean, you weren't quite as, quite as early. So I don't know. There, there's definitely sides to both. I think I, I, I like 499, I like where I'm at. So I'm, I'm very happy with that number. All right. So if you were, if you were 500 and maybe you get some more endorsement money out of that, would you, would you buy a comb or a brush? Because uh, apparently you don't comb or brush your hair. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I'm not too big on combing my hair. Perry Baker makes fun of me that, for that all the time. I think since I was like first going to school, Perry made us have a comb, and I haven't actually combed my hair since. I think I, I just wake up in the morning, give it a little pull across, and, and I'm good to go for the day. Yeah, Perry Baker gave us that intel, and, and as a bald guy, I had to pick up on it. You know, that's just that's just the name of the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's never been something I've been too too worried about. I think maybe that not not enough of a back that way, but, but I think I, yeah, I just. Get out of the shower, get out of bed, and give it a little pull, and then I'm good to go. All right, let's get let's get away from the uh, the hair salon talk and get to your rugby career. You uh, basically cut your teeth here in America and get yourself on the map by playing at Dartmouth, right under Mags Alex Magleby, basically, and sevens and fifteens. And it was at the CRCs in Philadelphia that you really really put your name out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think the CRC is now sponsored by Penn Mutual is a big part of my development. And it was just a cool tournament to play in. I think I came to that my freshman year and the Dartmouth team had actually won the year before. So it, we, we, we went into that tournament thinking that we had a really good team. We had a chance, but not taking anything for granted. And I just felt so lucky to come into such a success, successful Dartmouth team and be able to have an impact straight away. I mean, it was such a fun tournament to play in. Now having progressed in my rugby career, I think it was just such a really good taste of what high-level sevens competitions are about, where kind of the teams are around each other the whole weekend. You're eating in the same dining, just as we do on the World Series. You're staying in the hotel just as we do on the World Series. And it's kind of competitive game after competitive game, whereas at a, at a lower level, you might not get those, those tough matches. Um, so I think it was a really good preparation for me. And then obviously playing on TV, playing on NBC was just absolutely amazing. And 
really preparation for that spotlight, and it helped showcase what I could do at a wider level. So I, I, I was at those CRC 7s tournaments in Philadelphia, and they were great. And I remember specifically watching you, but it's, it's all a blur to me, Madison. So did you play against Ebner at all, Nate Ebner? I did not play against Nate. So I think, I don't know if he played in 2011. He def I think he played in 2010, 2011, and my first year was 2012. Because you, you ended up being a teammate of his on the Olympic team. Yeah, I mean, that was special. I think I, I'd obviously seen highlight tapes of Nate, seen him playing uh, in the NL. And I'm a Patriots fan, so, so that was pretty cool for me. Um, but, I mean, Nate was such a good teammate. And I think what I really respected most about him was just the way that he came on the team. I think for, for some guys in his position, they might have come in saying, okay, I'm here, guys, and expected to be kind of the biggest guy, important guy from day one. But he was just like, no, I'm, I'm here to fight for a spot, compete for a spot, and, and work hard. And from second one, he did that, just willing to do work that we do every day and had the right attitude and was a real leader on the team. And, and I think that really impressed me and impressed the others. Um, and so it allowed him to kind of get work his way into the squad in such a short period of time. Well, it was an exciting thing to watch. And it was great the way you guys all kind of meshed in that period of time. You also had Chris Wiles coming back from Saracens. And, and you, you know, you had star power. And we've got some star power going on on this team now. You've got... Perry Baker is uh, World Sevens Player of the Year. You got Danny Barrett, right? Uh, you got a lot of different guys, and I haven't even mentioned Carl and Isles. All right, Madison, we got to break briefly right now for a commercial, but we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with Mr. Madison Hughes of Team USA. If you're just joining us, this is a big match and a big moment as Kleister toes the line. You know, John, Anderson has really been struggling out there today. mistake as Kleister's clinches another title. Don't let your nutrition get in the way. USANA, the official multivitamin of the WTA. All right, everybody, we're back at Studio 34, the Fantasy Sports Network Rugby Wrap-Up. I'm Matt McCarthy. I've got Mr. Madison Hughes on with us. Madison, we mentioned star power. You got a lot of star power. Maybe it, it transitions to the MLR. You guys playing both? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a conversation to be had there, and we'll see how it develops. I think for this year, with the sevens coming up, uh, that's really our priority and our focus. I mean, it's such a massive opportunity to grow rugby here in the U.S. with us hosting a World Cup, and it'll be such a fun event to play. Um, we do have some guys from our squad who are kind of doing both with the San Diego Legion. Um, and I think right now, I mean, with so much game time on the World Circuit, um, it's hard to do both if you're playing a lot on the World Series. So it's kind of a lot of the guys who are making tour but not getting a whole lot of minutes or narrowly, narrowly missing out on the tour, those guys will be doing both. Um, but I think as we go forward, maybe next year, I mean, the year after that's the Olympics, but may, maybe next year will be a thing where we, we look at how it might work, um, especially as, as we all hope that to see MLR continue to grow and get bigger. Because, um, I mean, yeah, you, you're exactly right that we have stars in this team. I mean, I love Larry Baker, and a couple of years ago, he was a guy who was a really good player. And, I mean, now, I mean, Halfway through this year, I suppose we're, what, 6 tenths, 60% of the way through the year. Um, oh, sorry, 70% of the way through the year. I can't see anyone who's got a better shot than him for World Player of the Year again. I mean, that's just absolutely amazing. He won it last year, and I think pretty much everyone knew he was going to win it. Um, and this year, I mean, there have been a lot of good players, but he'd be hard to beat. To, he'd, it'd be hard for someone else to get ahead of him. 
Okay, so Madison, I, I got to ask you, and it's because you play both 15s and 7s. You've got three caps, I believe, as a 15s player for Team USA, and I think you got 24 caps, and, I, and I'm not a mathematician to figure out how you get caps figured in 7s. I think it's tournaments, right? Yeah, they do our tournaments. So I think I'm at 30, maybe 34 now. So they, they do it per tournament. At one point, I, I saw it on the website maybe that it was they were counting per game. And, yeah, I mean, that would be a much higher number. So I'm in favor of them counting that way. Um, but I think they do it per tournament usually. Well, if they're going to break it down to per game, they, they got to do it in, like, 80-minute uh, increments. So what's 14 divided by <laughs> – What's how many times does 14 go into 80? All right, so let's not get into that. But, uh, I mean – all right, I'll leave that for you, Stan, you, uh, you Dartmouth guys. I know your girlfriend goes to Stanford, right? So you're in a very smart circle, but that, that's above my pay grade. Uh, but here's the question. Uh, do you want an Olympic gold medal or a Webb Ellis Cup? Cool. I mean, that's a tough question. It would be absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, I think for right now, I'm playing so much sevens. That we are dreaming of that Olympic gold, and I think that would just mean so much for the sport in the U.S. And I think it's a bit closer. Like honestly, I mean, I'd love to see the U.S. win the win the Webb Ellis Cup, um, and we've been improving massively over the last couple of years. But I think that Olympic gold is within reach um, right now. Whereas that Webb Ellis Cup, we need to do a few things before that level. Um, and so I, I think I'd have to answer Olympic gold, although, I mean, both, both are just absolute dreams. Excellent. And finally, I need you to do one thing. I need to hear an American Texas accent from you, and I want you to say, Bookum Sharky. Bookum Sharky. I don't know. I mean, Texas accent's hard. That's, that's the one I haven't practiced too much. Body partner, that's, that's a, little bit, a little bit easier than Bookum Sharky, maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and uh, what, last question. Uh, Who's your favorite teammate on the sevens team? Not to put any pressure on you. Who's my favorite teammate? Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, you're asking me like, it's like choosing children. I, I don't know if I can do that. They're, they're all just such great guys. And I mean, I think it's really like you take one away and you're missing something and you take a different person away and you're just missing a different elements so there. There are so many different guys who have, have that individual personalities that bring so much to the team. I, I, I can't choose one. I mean, for fun and loves, I mean, I think anyone would say Pat Blair. I mean, he's just an absolute character. But every single one of them and every single person on the team is just an absolute character and brings their part to the team. Um, so it, I can't choose one. Uh, what a, that was an answer of a captain, I'm ladies and gentlemen. Out. Chickening out, but this, taking the high road as a captain, very smart. And, and, and we appreciate you coming on. And uh, thank you, Madison. Great. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to join you. All right, best of luck, and we're, we're rooting for your quick and healthy, speedy return to the Seventh Circuit, and we hope Thanks. to see you playing a little 15s in the future as well. So too, yeah, that'll be fun. And on that note, Matt McCarthy from the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34, here in New York City, on behalf of Mr. Madison News, signing off.